money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I am ready to talk money. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. It is the the first Friday of the new year. Yes. And um, Reb's ready to talk money. I am. If you are joining us, if your New Year's resolution was to download all of the Dave, <laughs> Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb podcasts, I want to help you out with that right off the start. And so you can go to morethanenough.ca or chri.ca. You can listen to them there. Um, There is a player there. You don't need any special stuff, just an internet connection. And away you go. You can listen to Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb to your heart's content. If you do listen to podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on TuneIn, we're on iTunes, we're on Google Play, we're on all kinds of of podcasting platforms. So if you've got a, a special one and you search Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb and we're not there, reach out to us at morethanenough.ca and we will happily get there. So thanks for joining us. If there is anyone us. out there whose New Year's resolution was to download all of our podcasts, <laughs> I will get you a gift. Yeah. Uh, you come to the office, call Sp- me, email me. Spontaneous gift giving. Info uh, at morethanenough.ca and you will get a gift from More Than Enough. Uh, in fact, we have gotten uh, some T-shirts in. You will get a, an official, official Davism yeah, t- more than yeah, enough T-shirt. T-shirt. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I can promise. You, I'll have to tell Mercedes, our social media person, to well, you, to you remind raise, me of uh, this promise. But if need, you, I, I don't all know. All we need is a screenshot of, of your you da- downloaded <laughs> this. But no, anyways. <laughs> No, no, we're going to get like 20 people saying they did that just to get the t-shirt. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, I will. If that was your New Year's resolution, like January 1st, kudos to you. I will give you a gift. Anyway, that would be really funny. Anyway. Welcome um, to the new year. (laughs) (laughs) On that note. I know. I guess we should get to it. It's it's 2020. New decade. New new financial. I'm just hearing all the financial resolutions in my head from all these people across podcast world. Yeah, it, you know that that New Year's Eve. You know, you stay up late. You you bring in the new year. I couldn't sleep all night because all I heard throughout the atmosphere was, "Oh, I need to download." Let's talk money with no, Dave and, no. and oh, here's my new financial resolution. Just, yeah, it was like yeah, okay. this, we're this gonna, buzz in yeah, the air. I couldn't and we're sleep. gonna just like kibosh all okay. of that right now because so. we're. You know what? It's great that we want resolutions. There are things that we want to be intentional about, and finances is one of them. And we're going to start by saying we want to encourage you, no matter what you've promised yourself, no matter how you're going to fail in those promises, that you can face your finances mm-hmm. every day uh, with the help of God, with the help of an accountability partner, which is what we do at More Than Enough in our coaching program. Um, we provide accountability for you, and we want to do so without shame. Yes. And we want to make it clear that we help you walk through the shame of financial choices and things that you're embarrassed by. Anyway, that's a whole other thing because we're that's not talking about, talking about We're not talking about all. resolutions, but I, no. I am going to one last comment on that. A resolution, and this is just an observation that I have, a resolution will work if you share it 
and share it and share it and keep sharing it with the people that are around you that support you and will love you. So yes. uh, again, you mentioned that, Rev, and I, uh, I'm not a big resolution guy, um, but the reality is, is that I have seen the successful resolutions that, that work are ones where people have shared them with me and said, this is my resolution, Dave. And, and my response, of course, is, is, well, can I check in with you in a month? Can I encourage you in that? And, and I get to do that and I have permission to do that. And, and you know what? And for all the, the, the negative press that resolution gets, um, there are some, some good things that happen out of people resolving. Okay, there's a stuff. whole show we could do yeah. on that, but we're not, but doing, we're not that doing that today. No, yeah. because one of the things that we're going to talk about today, um, I was inspired by because I listened to another podcast, but we're going to get there. And I know it wasn't our podcast. Um, what we want to talk about today is reference points and the power of our reference points. And we borrowed this idea from a lady named Dr. Laura Santos, and she has a, a great podcast called The Happiness Lab. And I'll explain it more in a minute. And I can't tell you where to get it. And no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but what's interesting, why we want to start the year with yeah. this discussion is because we believe strongly after what we've seen for the last decade and more, uh, more than enough, is how our comparisons, how our envy, how our uh, reference points in our lives can um, can be a negative thing. It can be, it can negatively affect our financial decisions. And we're going to dig into that a little bit. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a conversation. Like we said before, we dig into the heart issues around money. We're having conversations. We're still exploring this idea ourselves. And let me tell you, listening to her podcast, which is called Silver Linings, it's called it's the happiness lab, Dr. Laura Santos. She talks about how silver medalists in the Olympics um, are more discouraged after their, their silver medal win than bronze medalists are. And to go hear this, uh, the research and all of that that's done, you can go listen to her podcast. But what it draws out in that podcast is just thinking about, well, who am I comparing myself to? What is what is my reference point? Who do I want to be like? And is that a good thing? Or is that a bad thing? Is it motivating me in a positive way to maybe get out of debt? Uh, or, you know, get fit or eat better or read more books? You know, are those things or am I stuck in a cycle of envy and comparison that just draws me down? And the word so, and, of- and we've, uh, you know, this is this is not a, a, in a sense, a new conversation we've had. Um, you know, just not that long ago, I was having a conversation with somebody. And, and just as a general observation here in the West, when we are looking at reference points, we will compare ourselves to the, to the uber rich, to the ultra rich. When, you know, there's somebody that makes, you know, 150,000 and we only make 50, we're like, okay, we're, you know, but uh, again, when we compare ourselves and say, wait a minute, if we make $25,000 in Canada, we're in the top 5% richest people in the world. Okay. The two different reference points here. Am I comparing myself to the person that makes three times my salary and what they have and the life that they do? Or am I comparing myself to the 95% of the rest of the world? Right. Oh, my goodness. Right. And it is the reference point. So our question to you today is to start considering what is your reference point when you get discouraged, you know, by your bills or your um, or your paycheck? 
why are you discouraged? Uh, what and are 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 you and I are do we have a reference point now? When I listen to this podcast, that she she looks at the science really. Dr. Laura Santos looks at how the science of happiness. What she had done. I'm going to give the scripture verse in a minute as we head further into the. I was going to say here yeah. we are halfway through the no, first. I, yeah, uh, no uh, scripture it, rep. It, what is it, wrong? What no, is going it'll fit on? in. Just stop. <laughs> it'll fit in. So, but Dr. Laura Sanders looks at the science of happiness. Why? She's a professor at Yale. She was seeing so many of her students depressed and anxious. She was like, what's going on here? So she created a course. Um, uh, and I just, I'm, it, and it's it was psychology a, and the good life. Okay. Thank was, you. Was Cause the name I, of the I course, was yeah. l- losing the name of it. So she, she offered this course. Well, a thousand kids students signed up for it. It's the highest ranking enrollment in all of Yale. It's the most popular course because they look at what makes us happy and the science of what's happening in our brains and all of that stuff, which is very fascinating. She looks at how minds work, how our mental habits work against us and how science can help people to change. Now, it's very interesting. She looks scientifically, but there's also some scriptures that we have been looking at and one that we love and use often at um, and Dave and I didn't even talk about this morning is our Romans 12 verse that we use in our workshops all the time. Do not be conformed by the pattern of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you will know what the good and pleasing perfect will of God is for your life. So don't be conformed. So in some ways, what she's doing is looking at how we are conforming to the world and how... And the science of conforming. Uh, uh, Science of conforming and the science of transforming and renewing our minds. Mm -hmm. So it's really interesting the work she's doing. This is, we're going to focus in on, on, in a sense, one small part of this because, you know, when we talk about having a reference point or a, a point of reference, you know, there's a fine line between greed and envy. But there's also a fine line the other way that it inspires us to to be more than we currently are. And, and that's not such a bad thing, right? In the sense of saying inspiration is great. Looking at, at someone who's done something and say, you know what, I, I, I want to I want to be inspired to do something in life like that person. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but there is a fine line between when does that turn into envy or coveting or when does that turn into something that, that again, just erodes our our life and our spirit. Uh, and it leads us into making financial decisions that can be mm-hmm. get us into trouble. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the other verses that, so we have that Romans 12 verse, and then the other verse that I found was Proverbs 23. Now, scriptures. It is full of verses about not being envious and not doing things the way the world does. You've lived the way in the world. You've done it. You've envied, you've coveted, you've been greedy, you've been jealous. Let's not live that way anymore. And in James, it actually talks about having a different kind of wisdom in James 3 that's pure, peaceable, gentle, accommodating, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial, sincere, who sows in peace and reaps the fruit of righteousness, of good living. And, um, but Proverbs 23, verse 17 says, don't let your heart envy sinners, mm-hmm. but always be zealous for the fear of the Lord. So there's some real strong admonitions in God's word that says, let's not be envious. When you have a reference point, is that reference point leading you to envy? Or is it inspiring yeah. you to deepen your relationship with God, to make good choices, to be a peaceable, fruit 
a righteous, fruit-bearing person, or is it full of envy? You can go read the verses James 3, 13. Yeah, right through uh, to the end of yeah. 18, 19 in that range. Yeah, because yeah. they're really awesome verses about wisdom and that if we're self-seeking and greedy and envious, he says clearly it's not from God. That mm-hmm. kind of wisdom, I'll use in quotes, is not is not God's wisdom. So that's why we're talking about this. We're throwing this idea out to you today. I said today, well, what's the point of the show at the beginning of the year, really? And he's like, be- to make people aware of what our reference points are. And it's this, this, hear me, this is so important here at the beginning of the year because your reference point, uh, again, is, is going to shape financial decisions uh, all, all through the next year, all through the next life. So, you know, traditionally we come to the beginning of the year and, and we do do a little reflection. We look back on the last year and, and we say, okay, what's the good, the bad, and the ugly? You know, what would I do again? What will I not do? What will I add to my plate? What will I take off of my plate? You know, these are some of the thoughts that happen at the turning of the year and, and they're good, good reflective thoughts. And I want to encourage you to take some time to, to just, disconnect to turn the music off to to get alone with yourself or with your spouse uh, or even with your family and say we need to just take a, a moment here at the beginning of the year to to pause and and have some intentional thoughts and some intentional conversations around so 2020 what does that look like what are our aspirations what what are the things that that we're doing and and then to to be able to say from a point of reference okay so uh, and i'm going to go back to that proverbs verse and say you know one of the things is i want to i want to understand a little bit more about what it means to be zealous for the fear of the lord yeah, right? like, what does that mean? What does, not, what does I, that know, mean? What does we, that mean? Um, because if that's going to be a reference point for me, if 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 we take that Proverbs twenty three seventeen right. verse, don't uh, let your heart envy sinners. Okay, so but, I'm not envying the sinner. Okay, okay. I, I think I understand that. I'm I'm looking at. You I don't want to envy the world in the way the world is choosing to live financially. Let's right. say even, for but sure. I'm going to be zealous for the fear of the Lord. And then what does that mean? What does that mean? Yeah. And, and saying, okay, and, and that's not a five-minute, okay, oh, yeah, Dave and Reb have the answer. Here it is. Are you ready for it? No, you know, that's not going to happen on this show because that's something that you're going to have to dig into and you're going to have to dig into and, and have discussion between you and your but, spouse. Or, But you, you mentioned just a minute ago, you know, you're looking back, what do we want to do different in 2020, which is often where we get that reflection from, where we talked about the beginning of the show about making resolutions. But I... I'm really, you know, when I listened to that podcast and I, it wasn't, uh, f- there was no scripture and there wasn't faith. I, I was, I came under conviction be- and, and Dr. Laura Santos actually says it herself. You start to look internally. This show, we want you to look a little internally, not just about your actions and mm-hmm. your behavior, but what is happening in your mind when, when, you're being influenced to make a purchase or, or like, I'll give you an example. Um, she was talking on the podcast about her, what were her reference points about all these people with doctorates, you know, publishing these studies and all of that stuff. And I was thinking, I can, like, this is my confession. I've been a homeschool mom and now I'm in the workforce. I'm a writer and I haven't been writing the last year. So in my head, I see all these homeschool moms 
with great writing skills or, um, you know, you know, Christian writers who are, you know, just pumping out work. And I'm like, I, 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 they're amazing. I just can't do that. I, I'm just, you know, I'm comparing, I'm looking at them and thinking, oh man, they're just got all this quality stuff and they're just pumping all this stuff out. And I'm just lacking and I'm comparing myself and it gets discouraging because that's my reference point. Instead of doing what this proverb says and going to the Lord and saying, Lord, what I need to be seeking you in my gifting. And what's the reference? You need to be my reference point in this season for me, because otherwise I'm just going to get depressed, anxious and feel like I'm always falling short. And that's my big confession. So sometimes and I'm going to just take this to the financial place, because that's what what we do financially. If our neighbor has a nice boat or just bought a cottage or their business is thriving and we're struggling, what how is that as our reference point? Is that inspiring us to make, maybe go talk to him and say, how do you do your business? Because I need to learn from you. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Or are you just sitting in silence and feeling like, I just don't measure up. I don't have the money my neighbor has. I can't, you know, social media, this is really great. I can't go on trips. I can't go to the tropics this winter. Okay, so I- we, we have to pause there with the social media being a reference point. Um, you know, again, um, you've probably heard this if you've listened to any social media, which I'm not sure how that works, but the, the social media environment is certainly ripe with falseness in the sense that we see the, the picture of people's lives that, that people want to present not necessarily the truth. And so again, looking at a reference point and saying, okay, I'm going to, you know, even, even social media, my sphere of influence. And, and when you look at those social media posts or you look at what's going on and then you, you actually dig into conversation with the person, you realize, whoa, there's often those two, what was projected on social media does not actually match what's what's the reality of what's going on there and that's i I don't presenting one piece of our lives right it's it's not intentional it just simply is part of that whole social media thing that goes on where we are allowed to filter what we put on there and and of course we want to put on the things that make us look good that make us look like we're having fun or that make us whatever it is we don't we don't put those those things on that are really going on in our heart so much. Sometimes you see that. But and again, that's just a general observation. And then that there. becomes our reference point. But, but if we make someone else's, and that's my point, someone else's social media life <laughs> our reference point, it's false, false, false. Well, and, right? and sometimes we drive by and we or you know, the social media, you're driving by social media, you're driving by people's homes, you're driving by those pictures. Well, Mm-hmm. whatever it is and we're like well my house isn't that big or you know i i mean i've caught myself you know driving in our area through manatic right it's manatic that has mm-hmm. all those bait nice and i'm like wow man those houses are huge like what do they make what are they earning what are they doing and then i drive into my driveway and we have a pretty large log home and then i'm like the lord silences me and i'm like oh i i should not i should not use all that as a reference point because my, I, I have so much mm-hmm. and I have to be very careful because you go down that road and you, you compare yourself like, like in this podcast that I listened to, these silver medalists 
are using their gold medalist as a reference point. They come so close. And, and she uh, names one of the Canadian um, hockey mm-hmm. stars when they did the American silver mm-hmm. game and Canadians lost. And the one young woman would not wear the silver medal. She mm-hmm. was so, she was so just like, it was so close. And we can understand that. It's so close. But, you know, th- but then the bronze medalists, they actually, if you listen to the stats, the bronze medalists are overall happier with their bronze medal win than a silver medalist because they're thinking, man, I almost didn't get on the podium. Sweet. And here I am. But and here's- I'm, looking, I'm looking at the fourth place person and going, oh, my, like, <laughs> I'm glad I'm not them. Right. You it's, know, exa- I mean- it's exactly. And so it, it's just being honest. None of us as humanity are immune to these reference points it's it's the culture we live in it's how mm-hmm. we're wired but god is saying to us in his word you know what the be zealous for the fear of the lord and what does that mean i think dave and i even have to figure out that what does that mean for us you know hebrews in hebrews 13 it says be content with what you have for yeah. i have promised never to leave you or forsake you so we say with confidence the lord is our helper we won't be afraid what can mere mortals do to me what so what that my neighbor has a boat so what look i have a backyard my kids can play Mm -hmm. like we can have popsicles we can get the sprinkler out maybe we don't have an in-ground pool our neighbors do maybe well and i i i want to go back to that james uh three verse 17 because i think that's the heart check right like in verse 17 he says wisdom from above is first pure then peaceable gentle accommodating full of mercy good fruit impartial sincere and i'm going okay so there's the heart check right like i love it when scripture gives us that practical Mm. so how do i know there's bitter jealousy going on in my (laughs) heart well am i at peace can I can I speak to my neighbor out of gentleness? Like you know what I mean? Can, can am I? You, know, you, well, you can then just you, use that so practically. Well, you piggyback back with the contentment verses that I just read out of Hebrews. Mm-hmm. You know, keep your lives free from the love of money. Be content with what you have. For I have promised, never will I leave you or forsake you. I mean, his answer to to contentment is himself in this verse it's himself he he's saying you know you don't have to be afraid you don't have to be afraid that mere mortals around you are doing all this stuff or have all this stuff or living this way because you've got me and don't let your heart envy sinners right (laughs) because but always have zealous for the lord uh, now before i know we're heading towards the end of the show but i have to share this story that she shares in the podcast mm -hmm. in the happiness lab where they did research um in holland because in the netherlands they have a lottery in neighborhoods and it's based on your zip code i guess so it's cool (laughs) because they're charitable lotteries so they're they're the all the money goes to charity of course but the, the, when the winning, they don't pick winning ticket numbers. It's, they actually pick a right. postal code. Right. So if you live in that postal code. And you bought a lottery you bought ticket, a ticket, you get 25,000 euros. Now, what's interesting about this is people in the communities, if they didn't buy the lottery ticket, feel like totally burned that they didn't get it too because they watch celebrities. Well, I can so identify Well, you, you watch celebrities bring $25,000 euro check to your neighbors, but you're not getting it and you think I could have had it too if I would have just bought a ticket. Well, what's interesting, so researchers... Stingy Dutch guy, well, $5. And, in right? reality, as they say in the podcast, nothing changed for that family. So Dave, if you didn't buy a ticket, nothing changed for you. You're still making the same money you made yesterday. You still have the house, you still have a car. So why am I angry? 
angry and discontent. Right. Why am I discontent? Because it's like the silver medalist who just doesn't get the gold. We just don't get that. So interestingly enough, the effect, they did research in the communities where those lottery winners won. And they said in those communities, as far as I understand from from what they said on the podcast, that the chance of you buying, you, Dave, buying a new car living in a community that has a lottery winner goes up 14% that you're going to go out and buy a new car. If your neighbor won the lottery two doors down, it goes up 18%. 80% chance that you're going to go because you're thinking, well, if they had something new, they have a new car, why can't I? And then you go buy the new car. If your neighbor, your direct neighbor has won the lottery, that... um then the chance of you getting a new car is 21% greater than if there was no lottery winner next to you. And that is really, like, it's amazing that the science is there, that our reference points like that, that, that well, if they have it, why can't I? And then we go buy it. It's and a little bit like, uh, you know, giving giving the Joneses phenomena, <laughs> uh, uh, like a, a steroid, a star- steroid, <laughs> Poke or something, right? Hey, let's let's just increase the Joneses by twenty five euros and and see what happens. Well, in the community, uh, right? Yes, and okay. it does. It's fast. It, that's why I when I heard this podcast, I'm like, we have to talk about this on the show because it so relates to us. How do we not do that? If so, I do that with vacation. I look at people. I look at other business owners and see how they're living, and they become my reference point, and I become discontent. Like, and I feel like a failure. That's been big confession. Because I'm using the wrong point of reference, or I'm not allowing it to inspire me to talk to them, work harder, see what their their t- tips and tricks are. I'm just wallowing in my I'm not good enough. And and we've only got a couple minutes left, but I, I want to leave you uh, with this question. And, and I think... Um, you know, recognizing that there is, it is really walking down the fine edge of a knife when we talk about reference points, because we do, we can look to other places for inspiration, for wisdom, for, for, but we also want to be very careful not to stray into jealousy and envy. And God speaks very clearly. So the question really that we want to leave you with is just simply, how are your reference points in 2020? You have to identify them first, but how do those reference points point you in the direction of how you spend money? So sit down and go, okay, first I have to identify my reference points. And then how do those reference points influence the way that I spend money? And and then how is that affecting your contentment levels? Because some of you could say, well, I'm not letting it affect, I'm not buying anything. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I know I can't afford it or I don't have the cash flow for it, so I'm not buying anything. But is that, are those reference points then affecting you internally and right. how you see your life? Right. And that's an important question we have to ask as well. Is it affecting your contentment level? Are you content with what you have? Because God has promised he'll never leave you or forsake you, as it says in Hebrews. Lord, this is such a great topic uh, and we're so glad that um, there are people in the world who are drawing our attention to it, um, that your word draws our attention to it, and that we can, uh, if we're courageous enough, we can face these things ourselves and ask ourselves, Lord, 
what are my reference points? Are you my reference point? Lord, help us in this. Help the listeners today um, ask themselves these questions as they head into a new year. And may it be a freeing revelation of what you show them and us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Wow. Well, we just literally scratched the surface on that one. I'm, I'm sure we're going to come back around uh, as we uh, go into 2020 and, and visit this topic again in any number of ways. And uh, if you want to go back and look back to some of the podcasts and previous podcasts, morethanenough.ca, chri.ca, both have them there. And of course, um, you can get them on your podcasting platform. And join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.